0: O T M Radio, entrepreneurs on the moon, reshaping lives for a better tomorrow. October fifteenth, 2014, I'm Carla B., and this is your Daily Dose on end-time prophecy. What are the different events that will occur in the end of time? Considering the rapture debate forges on, forging on the popular end times theory is What would happen? When would it happen? So let's begin. But what is the truth of Bible prophecy? Part one. Jesus Christ, along with Old Testament prophets and other New Testament writers, spoke about specific trends, events and trends that would precede his return. There are about 70 that occur in sequence, culminating in the return of Christ. Some are larger than others but all are provable. The purpose of this unique podcast is to simply and briefly reveal in sequential order the first of 13 major events. They form a foundation to understand the answers to the most crucial questions about the future. I will be plain about what is coming to defeat widespread confusion. No punches can be pulled. Now, many sense the world is hurtling towards calamity, mankind is overwhelmed with every kind of trouble, evil and ill, terrorism, violence of every kind, pollution, overpopulation, political upheaval, religious confusion, and tremendous tremendous economic turmoil and decline, which suggests an even worse, great depression is ahead. New diseases keep emerging and old ones are reemerging. Famine is decimating the entire, entire segments of local populations and incomprehensibly lethal weapons of mass destruction now threaten humanity. Hundreds of millions live in abject poverty, ignorance, and oppression. Add rampant and worsening immortality and perversion across the world and the never-ending cycle of hatred and unrest growing ever worse in the Middle East, and earthquakes, volcanoes, and frightening weather patterns across the world, and, and devastating fires, tornadoes, hurricanes, droughts, and floods occurring more often and in more places. Headlines screen daily of seemingly endless problems. World commotions, events, and trends speak in frightening terms about how things could quickly turn in the wrong direction. Here's a source of answers. Most do not know where or how to look within God's word to get correct understanding of how events will play out sequentially within God's master plan for the end of the age. And instead of examining the hundred of verses on prophecy themselves for proof, many are content to those supposed, to trust supposed experts. One-third of the Bible is prophecy, history written in advance. Over 80% of his future history is unfulfilled. Many major events must yet occur. God wants his servants to understand them. He has provided clues necessary, vital keys to understanding what lies ahead for the world. The prophet Isaiah explained that God's word is written, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 10. Nowhere is this Bible pattern more true than with prophecy. And another great Bible truth is that this book interprets itself. Millions are wondering right now about the course of events and whether the world is on the brink of destruction. Jesus' disciples asked him about final events. Notice the disciples came saying, tell us when shall the things be, these things be. And what shall be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? Matthew chapter 23, verse 3. The idea of the world ending has been a subject of discussion and speculation, but also ridicule for almost 2,000 years. Is the world nearing Christ's return? Are these the end of times? Can we really know? Well, now begins the examination of 13 events or conditions in sequence that precede Christ's return. We will count forward from the present, and this is part one. Number one, the worldwide breakdown of character. Now, the apostle Paul warned, in the last these perilous or dangerous times shall come, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Here is what he describes. Describes, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, verse 2 and 4. This time has come, y'all, and it is worsening. Look around. People's conduct is changing. More authority figures are sounding the alarm that human nature is running wild and conditions are exploding out of control. No thinking person can disagree. Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13 are parallel accounts of what is called the Olivet Prophecy. This crucial prophecy works in combination with the books of Revelation and Daniel and puts in sequential order events that span the entire period from Christ's first coming and until his return 2,000 years later. Jesus explained exactly what would occur, what the serious observer should be looking for, and expect. He presented in plain, clear language, all key events and trends. These parallel Revelation six precisely. Matthew twenty four provides clues which explain the symbols we will study in Revelation. You will see Jesus gives a direct to a direct question. Paul's last days Paul's last days description culminates with evil man and seducer shall worse and worse deceiving and being deceived 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verse 13 number 2 false christianity grows much worse now first jesus told first jesus told his disciples take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying i am christ and shall deceive many Matthew chapter 24 verse 4 and 5 Jesus goes straight to the problem that would exist. There would be many deceivers at work. Christ warned that the many would be deceived by those claiming to represent him, not the few. Are you concerned about this? The number of false teachers and false prophets is exploding, exactly as Jesus warned three times just in Matthew 24 would occur. Most are unaware of this deception and its impact throughout Christianity. Now let's read the exact parallel in the first seal of Revelation. Understanding what the Apostle John records is written in symbols, not plain language. He introduces the infamous four horsemen of the apocalypse. The lamb, which is Jesus, opened one of the seals. Behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him for conquering and to conquer, Revelation 6, verse 1 and 2. Now, the white horse represents false Christianity. The rider is a counterfeit of the true Christ and a con- counterfeit of his second coming. Described in Revelation chapter 9, verse 11 through 16, there the real Christ wields a sharp two-edged sword while the false Christ is carrying a bow. Do not overlook this critical difference. You know, since false teachers, ministers, and false prophets have been playing their trade for centuries, Jesus' warning for the end of the age must involve a big increase in power, prevalence, and influence of false Christianity. Number three, wars grow much worse. Following Christianity, Jesus states, You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. That's Matthew chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. Now, this requires no interpretation. In fact, it is Jesus' interpretation of Revelation 6. As we read the remaining seals, we have Jesus telling us in advance what we are viewing, what the symbols mean. All mystery disappears. When the second seal opens, a red horse appears. When he had opened the second seal, there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him. That sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword, Revelation chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. The same Jesus Christ would not give two different versions of what happens immediately before his return. He would not tell one thing to his disciples of the first century and another to those of the 21st century. This should be obvious. The sword of Revelation 6, is shown as an instrument of war and killing. This horse and rider takes peace from the earth. When peace leaves, war remains, what Christ described in Matthew 24, verse 6. Wars have continued and grown steadily worse since the time of Christ's prophecy. This part of John's astounding vision has the gravest implications for all alive on earth today. This horseman represents the dreadful destruction of war. war. By the end of the age, the potential for devastation in war has become so great it holds the power to take peace, not just from two or more nations. Only in the modern age have weapons of mass destruction been available. The 20th century saw the two most devastating wars in history, with World War II far more destructive than World War I. We are in the last intermission preceding the truly greatest war, Told to exceed anything before it. A sinning, rebellious humanity is reaching the end of its rope when war's potential cannot grow worse because it can erase all life from earth in one last blast of total destruction. If Christ did not intervene and cut events short, Matthew 24, verse 22. Number four, wars and commotion. Jesus added this in Luke 21. When you shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass. But the end is not by and by or yet, verse 9. The Greek word for commotions means disorder, confusion, tumult. An expanded definition could could include acts and effects of terrorism, such as bombings, but also demonstrations, protests, and riots. These things have almost arrived full force, but civil disobedience and related acts, including violence, they'll grow far worse than today's near front edge. Number five, famine. The pattern of history is that famine always follows war. In Matthew 24, Christ also said there should be famine. Verse seven, this is reiterated in Revelation six when the black horse appears noticed. He opened the third seal, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice say, a measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see, you hurt not the oil and the wine, verse 5 and 6. These pictures, extreme worldwide famine, a widespread lack of food beyond anything civilization has seen. This condition is seen as sees the entire world in a terrible way. Now, salmons are increasing now. They are now far worse than most imagined. Around 24,000 people on earth starve to death every day with this number steadily rising. Our nations are poised for a never-before-seen global food crisis. Drastic changes will soon come to an interconnected modern world. No more will supermarket shelves brim with abundance. No more vast exports. No more wealthy nations able to assist countries stricken with drought and famine. Articles every day declare that the black horse is just over the horizon for all nations. Believe this. Number six, troubles. Mark's account of Jesus list adds a word not found in Matthew or Luke. There should be famines and troubles. The Greek word translate troubles means disturbance, that is, of water, rolling, or of the mob's sedition. While this brings to mind riots, civil uprising, protest, violent crime, and gang war, and these are all connected to commotion, it it also includes a range of difficulties the world comes from, floods, tremendous hurricanes, cyclones, typhoons, and other severe storms, all forms of rolling water. Mark's gospel indicates that these things will grow worse. Make yourself see what is already happening. Number seven, disease. If war leads to famine, and it does, the resulting malnutrition invites a host of diseases. Jesus said there should be pestilence or diseases. The fourth seal reveals a pale horse. When he had opened the fourth seal, behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto him, unto the fourth part of the earth unto the fourth part of the earth. One and every people, to kill with sword and hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. Revelation chapter six, verse seven and eight. This is part one. I'll do part two, um, very soon. Until next time, stay safe.